This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. One game to go, baby. One game to go till we lock up that six seed. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Are you happy, Justin? I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy based on what I'm what I'm seeing right now. You're pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. Okay. Let's do a vibe check. Where are we on the vibe scale? We are at I mean, we got Wiggins back. We got like a nine point. Six. It reset Yo, once the playoffs start, though. I swear to you, I'm dead ass. I was thinking nine. Thinking that. Look at that. I was like, "Yo, if he say nine point six, and then you said, "I'm like, yo, son." <laughs> nine point six. We here. We here. I. Yeah. Um. I'm laughing at the title that our producer put. Because he says, Warriors notched 10th road win of the season. And that's just. <laughs> we were just talking about that. It's, it's sad. hilarious. It's <laughs> 33 and 8 at home. And then you ain't have to point out that they were shorthanded, Greg. You know, you could have just said the Kings. You ain't have to like. <laughs> it's a road win. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. We're going to let it rock. We're going to let it rock. Let me tell you something. I don't care if they only have five players to play tonight. You know what I'm saying? To me, I'm counting that shit as a road win, and I'm celebrating it, and I'm still gassing it up. I don't give a damn. Shit, I mean, Wiggins missed 45 games, or what what will be 45 games. Is it? um, This season. I don't even know how Wiggins can miss that many games, and people acting crazy that, like, our record is what it is. They don't do that with nobody else, Justin. Facts. Nobody else. <sighs> Fun fact. Excuse me for the yawn. Excuse me. <laughs> so, Fun fact I was talking to Greg about. Morning. I'm sorry, Jessica. What did you say? 
No, I was saying a fun fact that I was telling Greg about the whole Western Conference is like the Kings are the only team in the West with the winning that has a winning road record. Yes. I found that out today and I was like, is this true? The the Clippers just got it back to five hundred, but Yeah. It's crazy because the Kings away record is better than their home record. (laughs) That's very funny. And (laughs) then the Warriors probably take away their home court advantage or minimize it. Yeah, is I mean they got that they got a a rabbit fan base with the light the beam thing going, but I'm pretty sure when the Warriors come into town, it's half I mean, purple and there and half yeah, like it's 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 half blue and gold in there and it's half purple in there, so it's not really that much of a home court advantage. So yeah, I want to switch it up a little bit tonight because normally we start and we talk about the game. Right, but I want to just start with like the playoff situation and then we'll move on to the game and talk about that because I don't think people realize like the Warriors, assuming they win, they're going to be the sixth seed. Like, yes, they could be five, they could be all, but that's not going to happen. So they're going to be the sixth seed. And I think some people were thinking that the Clippers would maybe um, like rest guys for that last game to try to get the sixth. But they're not going to be able to do that because, well, for one, all the teams play at the same time. So the Pelicans play at 3.30, the Warriors play at 3.30, and um, the Clippers play at 3.30. I don't know what time the Lakers play if the Lakers play at 3.30, but the Lakers are behind, so whatever. But the Clippers own the tiebreak over the Lakers, but they don't own it over the, the, the Pelicans, which is why the Pelicans are more relevant than the Lakers. So... The, the Clippers have a back-to-back, so that's, like, the annoying part for them, I'm sure. But they play tomorrow, so they have to win at least one of the games, right, in theory. But, like, they can't end in a tie with the Pelicans because then the, Pel- the Pelicans would own that tie break. But they're not going to know if the Pelicans win before their game. So they have to play the game to win. So that's why I'm telling people, like, you know, <laughs> unless it's, like, somehow they're getting updates that the Pelicans are just getting blown out early and then they just Mm -hmm. decide to pull guys. But the Pelicans are going to try also to win because they would like to ideally sneak into that last spot. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm saying like, unless the Warriors do not win, they're going to be the sixth seed because the Clippers have to go for it. They don't have the option not to. Right. I mean, there's always a chance that somebody gets hot and the, the Clippers could lose, but you know, it's most it's more likely that they win they win out and jump to five, Warriors drop to six. Pelicans, if they if they win, I guess what they got one more game. If they win their game, they stay in front of the Lakers, right? So no, they're behind the Lakers. So see, the Pelicans don't owe the tiebreak over the the Lakers, but they owe oh, okay, it over okay. the Clippers. So yeah, if the Clippers they would drop, were to lose, they would jump right, right. Gotcha. And when, sorry about that. When you look at the standings, right? Um, the Pelicans are going to be playing. The Pelicans are going to be playing. Um, the the wolves but the wolves whether they win or lose they're 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 staying in ninth like nothing can change for them so 
Um, they might be better off resting their guys, getting ready for the play. Right. Well, you know, nothing can change for them. I think the only thing that can change for them is that they drop to 10th. So they wouldn't, but they, I didn't realize they still have two games to play. So they're also one of the teams playing a back-to-back. The, 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 I'm glad we didn't end up in that situation. The NBA is so whack right. for that, right? So the Timberwolves right. play tomorrow then along with the Clippers. So for tomorrow, the Timberwolves are playing the Spurs. That should be an easy win for them. So they'll get that. And then I think as long as they get that, because I'm looking, let me see what's the um the OKC. So OKC is 39 and 42. So as long as the 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 Wolves win their next game, they cannot um fall lower. So that's all they need to do, right? Like if they were to lose their next game, then they would have to like win the final game. So as long as they win one of their next two games, you know, mm-hmm. so they'll probably like go all in first the Spurs and then they can rest guys for that last game because nothing changes. Like even if they just go 41 and 41, like they're still ahead of OKC. So they keep home court for their play-in versus OKC, right? So that's what right. they would be playing for. So that means by the time the Pelicans play Minnesota on um, Sunday, Minnesota doesn't really have anything to play for. So they're likely going to rest guys, assuming they win and beat the Spurs the night before. So, like, the Clippers got to play, you know? Like, what are the chances Minnesota's going to beat them? Just unlikely. That Minnesota's going to beat who? The Pelicans when they play? Yeah, on that last game. Because I think they're going to probably be resting guys. I'm just guessing because I'm assuming they're going to beat the Spurs on the first night of the back-to-back, right? So, it it is in Minnesota. So, the game is in Minnesota. But, um, you know... They're going to try to go for the win. So then you have um, the Clippers, and they're playing who is it? The Suns, right? So we know the Suns are probably not going to play their guys because, I mean, I know it was a back-to-back, which is why they rested them tonight. But what what they don't have anything to pay for. So... Right. That's the last game. That's at 3.30. And it's in Phoenix. It's in Phoenix. So, I mean, I just don't see how the Clippers cannot go for it because they have to hold off the the the, the Pelicans. And it's the same time. So, they may not win, but I just, I don't think the Suns are going to play anybody. Now, look, the, the Lakers were struggling tonight. I think they ultimately pulled out the win, right? They won? Is that game over? They did win. Okay, but they were struggling, so who knows? Maybe the Clippers are going to go in there to struggling to beat the Suns on a back-to-back, but I'm assuming that they'll pull out that W and win. Because um, if they don't, then they're going to be in the play-in. So they got to win. So that's mm-hmm. why I, I really do think that the Warriors are going to be six, assuming they win, and their next game is against the Blazers, who are down, Dame, and, you know... Everybody, everybody that really matters. Right. So I've been getting so many questions about seating, where we'll be, all the scenarios. And so, first of all, I love you guys and I appreciate you coming to me um, for this and thinking that I have this knowledge and I am largely able to answer your questions. But please stop it. 
<laughs> just stop thinking about it. Stop going crazy over it. And also, right. like, Justin and I have talked about this so much on this podcast in terms of, like, what's the best matchup, right? And, I mean, I think there was a time you thought it might be the Grizzlies. I was pretty much, I think it's Kings over the Grizzlies. But regardless, we were both comfortable with this being the initial matchup. It was like, if the Warriors are not going to get home court advantage, this is the closest thing they can get to, like, a favorable matchup for the first round. It's going to be a quasi-home court advantage. It's not far travel. You know, it's just, it's an ideal matchup for them, you know? So they just got to win. They just got to win their next game. Yeah. Close the season out strong. Um, winning out is a good morale boost going into the playoffs, um, especially even though the, you know, teams aren't playing their best players, two road wins in a row going into the playoffs would probably feel really good. And then you, you know, book your ticket without having to go into the play-in. So, yeah, it's, it's only up from here as far as the vibes go. And they'll have a week off for the most part. They have a week off. They can ramp. They can ramp. I mean, Kerr said they're going to ramp Wiggins up kind of like an expedited process, obviously, because he's going to be ready for the playoffs. They can get a couple scrimmages and practice in. Everybody get their body right. Draymond's been taking a beating over the course of the season, especially as of late. He's been getting hit with elbows and all this stuff. So guys get treatment and then they just, you know, go into the playoffs healthy, just like last year, full team. And, and then see see what happens from there. For sure. So one more game. One more game. One more game. Um, Yeah. So why don't we talk about the game tonight, though? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For all, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, Justin, the Warriors had moments in this game where they took their foot off the gas and it got close and... People were really concerned and worried, and I was seeing, oh, this team can't take anything seriously, and da da da, da. <laughs> I truly was never worried. I did right. have to turn off the um, local broadcast for a little bit because, like, the way that they get, like, when the game is, like, within 18 points, it's even crazier when it's, like, a five-point game. So <laughs> I just, like, switched to the Kings broadcast so I could have my piece, and... um 
you know, they opened it back up. I mean, there, like part of it was like the refs and I don't like to blame refs, but I mean, like they just started calling some ticky tack fouls, especially like in that third quarter. And it just killed their momentum because the Warriors went like on this crazy run. And then after it was just like foul, 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 turnover, foul, foul, foul. And then I think it got to like a 10 point game, but that was in the third quarter. Like before the third quarter, like in the second quarter, it was just, that was not a good quarter for them of all the quarters. And um, the game got close. And so people got a little bit on edge and, you know, it is what it is, but ultimately they won in a blowout. And I think the positive signs that you got to take away, regardless of who the Kings played is that like Steph, Clay, Dre, when it matters, when it matters, when the money's on the line, when it's like those guys just, they, they just, they win. They are going to they deliver. Do. That they win. They are going. Exactly. A tale as old as time. Like ever since they started this whole thing, they deliver every single time. And if they don't deliver, they're going to go out on their sword. They're going to give it you know, all they got to try to accomplish something, right? Clay literally sacrificed both of his legs trying to trying to win this team a championship. So you 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 live and die by those by the performance of those guys. And you know, they always gonna like you said, they always gonna come through. They were what Steph was a plus twenty plus thirty three, Draymond plus thirty. It didn't seem like they were like destroying the Kings like this, obviously because when those guys went out the game, the the lead kind of dwindled a little bit, but like I, they look good. Those three in particular look really good. Clay's hitting shots. Um, Steph missed like one or two threes that you know you're expecting to usually make, but for the most part, he was just in complete control of the game. Draymond defensively was everywhere. Um, Clay looked really good defensively on Keegan Murray, so that's kind of like an encouraging sign because that might be somebody he has to guard when they play them. Um, so yeah, I think overall the game up and down but like you said never worried at any point you knew they were going to pull away and just kind of win this easily when they just buckle down and that's what they did yeah um not the best night for jordan pool um i mean he was getting to the line and so that's a positive like his ability to continually like draw fouls since they don't want to give them to steph is a definite positive but he just he had a negative plus minus tonight i don't know what he ultimately finished at but he just, I don't know, he, I don't think he had any field goals tonight. Um, and he just, like, whether it was, like, silly fouls or just some of the decision-making, I feel like with Jordan, when, like, and I don't know if it's about scoring or what, but, like, when the night just isn't going well for him, he lets it affect everything, you know? Like, it's just, it takes him yeah. out of, like, you know, I remember back in the day, with Clay, like if his shot wasn't falling or whatever, you could still rely on him on defense and, you know, to lock in like in other places. But I don't feel like Jordan has like gotten that. Like sometimes once in a while he does it, but I think like it just really throws him off when he's not impacting the game, which is usually with his scoring ability. And then it just like, I feel like he loses focus or maybe he's in his head because like he's not doing other things. So that's what I think is going on. I mean, it's fine. Like there's going to be variants with him, but he just not a great game for him tonight. 
Yeah, I think in particular that second quarter was really rough. I think in the second half he kind of got back on track, even though he couldn't. He just couldn't hit a shot. Like sometimes that happens. He wasn't making layups. He missed all of his three. Well, he missed all the shots. Period. But um, I do think in the second half he was a lot better, just as far as his overall thought process and what he needed to do. He was kind of going, getting downhill, like you said, drawing fouls, shot nine free throws, which is you know that's pretty solid. Right, so you can still chip in offensively even if you couldn't hit a field goal. Um, and he started he started trying a little bit more on defense in that second half. Like I think he challenged somebody for a dunk. He's been doing that a lot recently too. Like you don't really expect him to go up there and try to block somebody's dunk, but he's he's done he's done it a few times in the last few games. So um, I think he's getting there, but that's still that youth coming through where you know oh, I'm not hitting I can't hit a shot. So like the other areas of my game are still affected by it. Um, and you see that stuff with like Jonathan too sometimes, but I think he'll just get better at that with time, but you still see flashes like in the second half of this game where he was like, all right, I'm gonna still get to the line. I'm gonna still play a little bit of defense and that's encouraging going to the next round. I mean, going into the playoffs because it's just going to be nice with the other team is just not letting you score. And that's okay. Like, as long as you're doing the other things. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much about this game. You know, the, the, the big three were the big three. One thing that I do want to point out is that um, I want to say, was it in the last game when um, Lamb started? He didn't play the second half. And then tonight in a game that mattered that they needed to win, he did not see the floor until garbage time. So for all the people, he's going to be playing Lamb and da 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 These are the moments when you learn who Kerr actually trusts, okay? Because, by the <laughs> way, Gordon wasn't even out there. <laughs> like, when it started to matter, it was GP2 and it was Dante. I, I think they want to trust Jordan, but if he doesn't show them, they're not going to go to him, you know? And so, but Lamb did not even see the court. Kaminga saw the court before Lamb. So I just want to... Moody. Moody got that first rotation. Yeah, so I, I want people to see and understand the playoff rotation and what we're talking about. And of course, some of it's matchup dependent, but all y'all like, nah, he's got to play Lamb and you're going to see Lamb. Like, mm, it's not going <laughs> to be to that level that y'all think it is. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I don't think he... Unless somebody gets hurt, I don't think he sees the playoffs at all really like Wiggins is going to get all of those minutes and that's just that <laughs> you know what I mean Wiggins is going to be pushing once he's fully back he's going to be pushing 40 minutes game you know yeah. 30 high 30s so there's literally going to be no minutes left for Lamb so um and what else yeah. can you say about Kevon Looney I mean how many boards did he grab tonight 16 but he only played in 29 minutes like <laughs> I mean I mean, he's, he's, he's remarkable. He is. I mean, seven assists, two, two steals. He does it all. Him, him. And it's like, these are the type of players that have made the the dynasty possible. You know what I mean? Like, you got Steph, Clay, and Dre as a stable core in the middle, and then you fill around them guys who just do all the other things. Um, Kavon Looney's providing rebounding, connective passing. You got Dante, same thing, rebounding, passing. He had... Then he's now he's hitting he's back to hitting his threes again at a high clip, yep. eighteen points, nine assists, six rebounds. You really don't even notice it. Gary Payton 
blocking people's dunks on fast breaks, dunking dunking himself, hitting corner threes. He had two threes himself. High-fiving right. fans, again, this is like a home game for the Warriors. I keep telling people. Like, no, no, <laughs> right. no. Like, the Kings, like, their fans are going to be so excited they first made the playoffs. Yep, they are. And it's still going to be a lot of Warriors fans in there. Like, come on. I'm telling y'all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like I said, that's those those wings that do it all and do all the dirty work and can make all the things happen. That's what makes the Warriors so hard to beat. When you got Dante and Gary, <laughs> coffee and cream, you got those two combining for almost 30 points, almost well, almost 12, 13 rebounds, defense. Let them know who coffee and cream is, just in case there's new listeners, Justin. Oh, yeah. Coffee is Gary and cream is Dante. You know, they do they do similar things. You know, they, you know, obviously they're very different players. Dante's more of a three-point shooter. Gary's more of an inside uh, finisher on offense. But defensively, they pick you up full court high energy athletic so i think they're i mean they're a really good duo once both of them are like to the bench permanently when wiggins is back that's just going to be a lot for other for other teams benches to handle um so really excited to see what they can do y'all i apologize i must have yawned like about six or seven times now already my goodness um yeah we cannot squad back I'm hype. I'm happy. I'm happy, Justin, because you know what? People talking. They talking. They being reckless with the Warriors name. They really hold it on to that road record. You know? It's fake. Everybody knows it's fake. No. I think we know it's fake, like you and I. But I don't think that because I think there are a lot of Warriors fans who are scared. Right. I mean, that's that's cool. If you're and if you're a fan of another team that the Warriors are going to see in the in the playoffs, go ahead put money on the Warriors losing whenever they play in in the other team's arena, and let's just see how that works out for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. If they play the Kings, let's see if they go back to chase O two. I don't think it's going to happen, but let's see. I don't either. You know, I wonder how the Kings made their decision to rest guys tonight. Because they could have gone for it because, I mean, maybe the, once they saw that, like, the Bucks were resting everybody versus Memphis, they just said, okay, forget it because, like, we could go for it. But the likelihood is Memphis is going to win that game. Um But maybe they also – and there's something I haven't considered. Like, I just kept saying, like – they're going to want the highest seed, right? Which would be the number two seed. But, you know, Laker fans tricked themselves or whatever. was like, oh, they don't want to see the Lakers. That's why they did that. Which the Lakers may not necessarily be the seventh seed. Like the Pelicans could beat them and they end up the eighth seed. But that being said, I, I didn't think about the fact that the Kings, like, may just want to also be close and not have to travel a lot. And, like, for them, they're just, like, whatever. Because, like, whether it's the Warriors, Lakers, whoever, you got to beat all of them at some point, you know? So, um, the the Clippers probably is the most favorable matchup for them. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they could have been incentivized to just say, let's try to beat, you know, the Warriors and and knock them down, but they didn't. They rested guys, and I was I was a little surprised by that. 
Yeah. Um, I think they're just, I don't know, honestly, why they chose to do that. Maybe Mike Brown is like, yeah, let me throw you guys a bone. But it could bite, it could come back to bite them. <laughs> Maybe they're just like, look, we want to be as, as rested as possible for the playoffs. We want to go into it completely fresh so we can give them our best shot and and see where we can where we can take it. And they're just trying to, I guess, let other the other things decide themselves. I mean, that's that's kind of what my guess would be. Right. I mean, obviously they believe in themselves and they, they could win. So let's start there. But I'm just saying that like I wonder for them, like, do they really just like think the Warriors really are the best matchup for them, or were there other things at play? And we'll never know. But because I forgot, like, didn't that's the game? I don't remember who won, but didn't them and the the Clippers have this crazy game where they went to like 150 points or whatever? And did the Kings mm-hmm. win that game? The Kings did win that game. They should have yeah, lost. So... Mm-hmm. They should have lost. So, yeah, so they just thought, like, I don't know. I don't know. But I kind of thought, like, maybe for them, you know, especially if you're getting a Clippers that's going to be missing Paul George for a couple of games. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, we'll see. It's still one more game to decide everything. But, you know, we will see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, um, we never talked about this, but the the whole CBA and all the new rules, and I don't want to like get into all of them, but the whole 65 game requirement for all awards, I think is crazy. Like, even for MVP, I think it's a little high. Like, I feel like 60 should have been, like, the threshold. But I can live with 65, I guess, in theory. Because I do feel like you need to play a bulk of the games to be MVP. But, like, I to me, I guess that number is 60 and not 65. That being said, for all NBA, I think the number is definitely too high. Yeah, I agree on all NBA. I think it should be 50 games for... 50 okay mm-hmm. i mean i think in general like 82 games is, is slightly too long of a season in my opinion anyway but 50 games is 60 percent of the season so like it's you know well over half of the of the games and i think that's more than enough games for you to prove hey i am x best player in the league or x best player in my position or i'm the best defender in the league this season um yeah, and I mean, historical precedent usually sets the standard for, like, all these awards anyway. So something like MVP, like, okay, I mean, a 65-game minimum is is kind of high, but generally MVPs play, like, 75 games anyway. Like, I think there hasn't been an MVP in history that has played less than, like, 
75 or 74 games or something like that. So it kind of like sets the standard by itself, but all the other stuff is like, MB is going to be the first one who's under 70. He could be, he could be, but I think Giannis is super, Giannis is uh, low too. Yeah. So, I mean, it, w- it would be the first time in history, I think it would be somebody winning with that many games if either one of those dudes won. Um, hopefully, those voters aren't thinking about it that way, but that's just kind of how – and this this year is weird in, in general, so I don't, I don't even compare history to this season. But, yeah, 65 games, too much. Too much for the awards. I mean, I'd say 50. If, at the most, 55. Yeah, I was just like, because there's so many players for all NBA who like are like 60 to 65 or just under 65. And to me, it's crazy. Like you're going to say they can't make a team at all. Um, You know, so and you're going to end up, you know, and the thing about it is like then that's then used against players for their legacy. Right. When you're talking about ranking and rating players. So I don't know. Huh? And say also used also used against players um, contract wise financially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sweet. So, I mean, but someone said something today that I didn't think about that, like you know, the like players and teams can just be like also goofy and silly with it, and be like, okay, put the person on the court like they did with Dre. You know, to come true. out with Clay and then just take him off, and that counts as a game played. Hmm. Yeah, teams now, are gonna start doing that. Yeah. Oh, they already they already started, but they're definitely gonna be doing that more. Yeah. Especially when it gets I mean, close, and if they know like there's a, you know, because it's like, come on, it's ridiculous. It's an overcorrection. Yeah. It's an overcorrection for load management when most of the players actually aren't load managing, not to the degree that it deserved this, right? Like. Kawhi load manages, but most players are not like Kawhi. Like most of them just get injured. And like, like mm-hmm. even if the Warriors load manage, they really only load manage on the second night of a back-to-back. They don't just randomly be like, let me just rest you for a game. You know, like it's it's not mm-hmm. like that. And it's not, you know, KD, you know, all he want to do is hoop and play. So when he's missing, it's because of like, he's injured. So I just, I feel like it's an overcorrection. Yeah, it's a correction. Like, it's it's an overcorrection, but it's also just like misguided correction. It's like the you're yeah. trying to fix an issue by like not actually going to the root cause of the issue. The root cause of the issue is they're playing too, too many, many games. games. Yeah. <laughs> Back-to-backs, that's why the Warriors aren't playing back-to-backs because it's like, why are we playing a game two nights in a row? It's already hard enough to play one game. Right, so now we got and they also have played more games than anybody else. So, and guys are older, so it's just like exactly what are you doing? You're decreasing the the value, or you're decreasing the product that you're putting on the court because guys are resting second nights back to back. More guys are getting injured. If you do something like say take twelve games off of the schedule, say seventy games, then it's going to be less you know, superstars sitting in a um in a away game where people are it's the only time they can see Steph Curry. It's the only time they can see X X player, but that player sitting because of rest or injury or something like that because they're playing too many games. 
then it's still you're losing money, you're losing um, viewers. But if you reduce the amount of games and guys start playing in more of these games, because then you reduce the amount of games, each game matters more. Now there isn't a 10 to 12 to 15 game runway for a team like the Lakers to make up so many, so much, so many games at the end to try to get into the playoffs. It's like, this is your record at 70 games. If you get in or you out, like you better make the games at the beginning of the season count more, you know, so it, it will make the product better even though you theoretically would lose a little bit of money because you don't have the, the revenue from those um, particular events. But I think I personally care more about the product being put out on the court than the revenue of the league. <laughs> so yeah, they, they just, they got to do something about that. 65 game minimum is crazy. 82 games every day. We're starting to realize how crazy it is. And there's something, something got to change about it. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to correct 82 games. I'm hearing that there could be, like, some caveats or things for the 65. So, we'll see. I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, the voters also already self-corrected for this. Like, when someone had a low number of games, they weren't being put on first team. They were usually, like, second or third team. So, you know, that's also another reason why you didn't need to do that, because the voters on their own were self you know, adjusting for that. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I think it's, I think it's crazy. And speaking of all NBA, I'm just curious who's going to get that first team, because I think Luca has no business on anybody's first team when they're not even making the playoffs. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, I wouldn't have an issue if you made third team. Right. But Gotta you gotta give that first team to 30. That's just he gotta be on there. I don't care who the other guard is. If you want to put Shea there, Fox. Fox is a pretty good candidate for it. But yeah, Lucas shouldn't know. Uh, 13. Marco talking about he should be first team. I'm like, mm, okay. Buddy, buddy, you're in the y'all are in the wouldn't be sweepstakes. <laughs> not really, but <laughs> yeah, not, not. Y'all, I mean, y'all so that was actually crazy to me. Like the Mavs, what they did. Like they still had a chance, a slim one, but they still had a chance to make the play in. And they just said, "Nah, no Kyrie tonight." Luke, um, Luca for, for a one quarter. quarter? And then he went and showered <laughs> and sat with his teammates on the bench. Justin, you cannot make this up. Like what? Circus. The Mavs, ever since that trade, have been a circus. And it's crazy because it's not Kyrie's fault. No, it's not. Kyrie went there. He's been hooping. He's been actually playing hard, trying to play defense. They gutted the team to get him. And Mark Cuban has just been on a a run of just clownery. Like, I don't even know if that's a word, but just cornball behavior, protesting calls, blaming people's parents for losing free agents. And now this BS. It's like, dude, what are you doing over there, my dude? Like, he's too involved. He's too involved. Way too involved. I just, I this is like Luca is a young superstar, and y'all are just like, all right, we're gonna forfeit and not even go for it. I mean, that's just wild to me. When is this contract up? Because he might be. <laughs> <laughs> He can't be staying there. 
he might be up out of there soon. His current contract, well, he's under contract until 2027, but that boy might be requesting a trade real soon. Because this is yeah. this is crazy. It's very crazy, but I'm thankful those ain't our problems. I'm thankful Andrew Wiggins is back. We saw a video of him at practice. I'm mm-hmm. thankful the Warriors. Man got a fresh cut. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's finally, I feel like, all right, all right. We can get back to the Warriors way to like, you know, winning bas- basketball to the playoffs and just put this crazy season behind us, you know? Postseason, new season. I ain't thinking about this season, this regular season, because it was whew, just and crazy. Crazy. Regular season from yeah. hell. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was such madness. So yeah, one more to go. Like we said at the beginning, one more to go, party people. So let's get this dub against the Blazers and go out strong. And get ready. I feel like it's not going to happen because I feel like they always have the Warriors on the first day of the playoffs because they're the Warriors. But I really, really hope that they play on the Sunday. <laughs> right. That would give them, too. like, basically a week because they'll be playing the Sunday before. But, you know. That would go a long way, I think. But It would. It really would. But they tend to always put them on the first night, on the first day. And I think it's because it's the Warriors. So, for sure, you got to get that, you know, kick off the playoffs right. Biggest team in, in the NBA, you know. But yeah. And shout out to the Nets. They held on and they made the, the, the top six. So they'll at least have a playoff series. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Not a Mikael Bridges fan, but. No, I'm not it's either. Cool they it don't is. get the break beat off of them by Philly, but yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> but I think Philly's ceiling. I think. I mean, I think personally, Philly needs to at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I don't think they're making it past the second round. No, they Boston should beat them. Um, should be a fun series, but I, I would probably take Boston in like six. Yeah, I mean, they finally just beat Boston. I'm sure they would have preferred if Milwaukee would have been stayed at that, too. And Boston was the one. And then they had a chance, too, because they had got up to two. And then they they lost it. So, yeah. But I think Embiid is going to finally get his uh, elusive MVP. So... And then he's going to get killed for not making it to the conference finals or finals. But Jokic will not be getting a third one. And that is what matters. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. And on that note, on that note, this is where we part ways. But we say thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you so much, Dub Nation for this ride, for this season, as we gear up for the playoffs, please tell a friend about it. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Download. You should also leave us a review. You should also give us a five-star rating. And 
you know what? We need to do a mailbag soon. We need to do a mailbag soon. So we'll do that. Send us your questions. We'll answer them. But we really appreciate your support so much. Like I'm still, like I always say this, just humbled and amazed by the fact that so many people tune in to listen to us and we continue to grow. We see constant growth. And now y'all are also watching us on YouTube. Like we're really, really grateful and thankful for the support. So appreciate y'all. Let us know if there's things we should do to improve. Let us know if there's things you want to hear, want us to talk about. For the postseason, there's going to be more guests coming. So we're going to turn up. We're going to turn up. That's what we need to do. Right? Yes, All right. All right, guys. So until next time, take care.